Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Thank you for joining us here on PM Express. And in the last uh, few days, the uh, Institute for Statistical, Social and Economic Research at the University of Ghana has launched the uh, State of the Ghanaian Economy Report. It's a very important report considering where we are. Every now and then, we have to stop and evaluate how we are doing as a country, especially in the midst of this uh, worst economic crisis in a generation. And so that's what we're going to do tonight, look at that particular report and measure it against the reality. So let's go through the specifics, as the ESA had found in this report. And this is the 2022 report. And so a lot of the things you see is, is, is 2022, but also gives you a sense of the road ahead this year, but also next year. According to ESA, Ghana's economy is showing signs of recovery. Do you see, though, and that's why we're asking the question, the reality check, do you see the signs of recovery in this economy in your own circumstance? And they make the point that it's likely to grow by as much as uh, 3% by the end of 2023, all things being equal. That's what economists say. I will speak to those who feel, who live, breathe the economy, 
just to get a sense of whether there are businesses beginning to see this as well in their, uh, in their business and in the relationship that they have with their customers. So that then we begin to measure what the real situation is. They talk about taxes, right? The, 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 the government's uh, reliance on taxing production is something that they're flagging as hitting the, the industry. It's affected industry uh, and promoting inputs. And that's something you don't want. And the economy is struggling. Also worsening the already high unemployment situation. So that's something that they're flagging. And next week, we expect the finance minister to, to present the budget. We'll see it picks up on some of these important aspects that he said is also picking up on. And then, of course, the domestic election program. It's been very painful for a lot of people. Government, as you notice, it's been a bit quiet in the front of protests when that, when that uh, issue is raised, which means that government is keeping its obligation to pay the coupons as it matures. The main concern you know, a few weeks back was government paying the uh, principals when they, when they fall due. Government had struggled to do that, but uh, paying the, the coupons as they mature, that's a conversation that is it's so uh, very important. And they, the very important, most important aspect now that the economy is having to deal with, the finance minister is having to deal with, is trying to strike a deal with our external creditors, which is which has been is proving to be challenging. And But there's a lot of hope because the IMF has indicated that this is something that we can get. Now, if you look at uh, the, the trend, the economic growth trend over the years, and I just want to isolate the, the many years, because if you look at 2021, we are in the full grips of COVID. We were at 5.10%. The government had cited this growth rate and said, even in COVID, we're doing well. But post-COVID, in 2022, we, the, the impact, the effects is lasting. And so you're having 3.1%, and then IMF is projecting uh, 1.60%. That will have implications, right? If, you, if you, your growth rate, the GDP is that low, then the debt-to-GDP ratio becomes even more pronounced. We'll come to that because there's some discrepancy between what the IMF, the World Bank, is projecting and what government itself is projecting, what ESA had also picked up on. Now, if you look at the state of the economy, the sectorial performance, you begin to see that agriculture, if you look at 2022 versus 2021, if you look at this, agriculture uh, is, is, not growing, is not growing as much as you would expect because in 2021, when COVID was still an issue, we were at uh, 0.5% in terms of growth there for agriculture, but then it drops to uh, 4.2%. And, and many Ghanaians find employment in this particular sector. And as you see, the services sector is doing really well. But again, even there, in 2022, it's falling uh, to almost half of what it used to be when, when COVID was, was biting. If you look at the industry, and this is where the concern really is, like, but when it, it went into negative in 2021, uh, and you, you understand why, because of the COVID situation, and it's beginning to inch back up, but this is pretty, pretty small. It's a reality uh, being reflected on the ground. We'll get the sense of that pretty shortly. And this is a line here that, I, that for me, is, it's also says a lot about the gap between domestic revenue and expenditure. And you begin to see what's happening when you look at the domestic expenditure. Domestic expenditure is this line that you see here, and the domestic revenue is what you see here. Our revenues are pretty low, right? Our revenues are pretty low, but we are spending significantly high. Uh, and that's what accounts for this gap that you see a very huge 24% as of 2022 uh, rev revenues coming in. Uh, and then you have 
15.7% when it comes to 15.7% revenue and expenditure of 24%. That is a big problem. The key question is what will government, what is government going to do about this in the 2024 budget? Are they going to introduce new tax handles? Are they going to find a way of expanding the base? Are they going to enhance uh, and increase existing tax rates? Nobody knows, but this gap needs to close. But if you pay attention to this period here, 2024, 2014 to 2018, we were under an IMF program. And in that time, you will notice that we obviously were spending below what we were earning, which is what should happen. You spend less than you make, which is you stay within your means. Your fiscal deficit won't be an issue. And which is what we had in this period, when the IMF was wielding the cane over us as a country. The expenditure levels were, were controlled, right? Because we, we have the revenue there. For example, if you look at 2015, the Abawa were at the IMF program. We were spending 19.2% um, of everything that we made, and we we're making 22%, which is good. But this needs to be closed immediately, as the ESA had noticed. Then you also look at the fiscal deficit financing. We are financing from domestic sources about 85%. Now, ESA makes a point here that this isn't good because it, 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 it has implications. Western fiscal position, inability to successfully consolidate the fiscal position, and this is due to the following uh, issues that they flagged. Past depreciation of the city, we've seen that over time. Delay in the passage of e-levy and domestic financial conditions also then complicated matters for us a bit more and ESA is pointing to that as, as key issues of concern. But this is one graph that government officials, including the vice president, had cited. When they talk about inflation, what is happening to inflation? Inflation went all the way to 53 in January and has come down to 38.1%. Now, the key question is, will this trend continue? Nobody knows, right? You, the expectation is that it should continue. But we've seen that during this period, between April and May, it dropped. It went up marginally, right? So if you look at April, from March, it was 45%. came down to, uh, in April to 41.2%. And we expected that it was going to maintain. But then, of course, it went up inch marginally, marginally, climbed up to 43%, and it's beginning to come down uh, from August to September. So all things being equal, the expectation is that this should continue. And this is really what you want all the way down. What's the target? Um, coming down all the way into the, in, into the 20s, they about. Is that a realistic target? We'll ask my guests when they join us. And then you have the debt-to-GDP ratio. And this is the part that has raised a few eyebrows. Because if you look at what the ESA uh, had picked on, and this is according to the Bank of Ghana itself, they are talking about June, our debt-to-GDP ratio is 71.9%. The IMF itself, end of year debt GDP ratio is at 84.1%. So that's very, very high. So that discrepancy, what is accounting for it? How is government calculating the 71.9% uh, when the IMF is also projecting something completely different? Uh, and they, of course, uh, we are under an IMF program. We need to get some reconciliation of these figures when we sit down and have a conversation. And then we look at the policy rate, which obviously aims of trying to deal uh, with, with the issues that we've seen in the economy, and it's, it's been going up and up. Um, inflation targeting is, is a key thing for the Bank of Ghana. 
And then you look at the exchange rate, which has been talking about, it's 11.510%. Again, Bank of Ghana, but if you go to the Forex, it's, it's a bit high there. It's beginning to climb again. Normally at the time of year, going into December, we see this, we see this going up again. And this then begins to take a toll on inflation. So that's why I was making the point, can you expect the inflation rate to trend downwards, considering that we're going to have the interest rate beginning to climb again now, December to January in particular. And as you see, the graph is beginning to show that as expected. And then you look at the recommendations that they've made, very important recommendations. And as I said, the government is now firmly having a conversation with the external creditors. What do you do with the debt that they hold? Um, ESA is warning that this 30 to 40% haircut that has been proposed on euro bonds will, will drive down investor confidence. Already, investor confidence in Ghana it's, it's very, very low already. Uh, and if you, if you go ahead with this, it's going to affect that even more. Okay, so what can, what can work for both sides is a very big question. We'll try and find an answer to that when we say for a conversation. We therefore recommend uh, a prudent spending is what the uh, ESA is, recomm- is recommending. Reduce taxes on production and broaden the tax base. The the 2024 budget will tell us a bit more. And then government should also invest in, in, in to stimulate the productive sectors of the economy. What, what should this look like? More money pumped into that? Or what, what exactly will this uh, stimulus package look like? We'll, we'll have a conversation when we sit down uh, and ensure responsible borrowing. What really is responsible borrowing? That's the ESA State of the Ghanaian Economy report. What's your own report when it comes to your personal economy? Uh, my guests will dissect that after this. About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now. To avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101 
0242-233-233 Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 0302-919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission, partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Refreshing apple cider. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18. I recommend it to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. Thinking of investing in real estate? Then look no further. BOA. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.
is a well-recognized institution that would give you litigation-free properties. We have well-furnished and unfurnished four to eight bedroom houses, luxurious homes, comfortable mansions, and litigation-free lands across the country. From Tema, East Ligon, Medina, West Hills Mall, Accra, and other locations, we are definitely your best to go to. For more information, kindly contact BOA Unique Homes on 0506-859-513 or 0506-859-527 or follow us on our social media handles on Instagram at BOA underscore homes or YouTube BOA Homes. BOA Unique Homes. We build, we buy. Daddy, daddy, this tank is Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Every day, people have money emergencies. Wow. I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, chop money. Emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top five, we got it. Star 770 with your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes choice of JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. Introducing the Kensington Heights at Airport City, Kumasi, the largest modern smart city in West Africa. The Kensington Heights is your bridge to the skies where you can access direct flights to international destinations including the USA, UK, and Europe. Imagine a world where convenience, comfort, and investment opportunities converge seamlessly. The Kensington Heights offers an incredible opportunity for families, investors, and businesses worldwide. Enjoy spacious and beautifully designed luxury suites, executive suites, one-bedroom apartments, and two- and three-bedroom penthouses complete with world-class amenities and easy access to the new Kumasi International Airport. All units are on sale now, starting at $69,950. Be a part of the future of Kumasi and reserve your property today. For more information, visit our website, www.thekensingtingheights.com or 
www.airports. PM Express is always brought to you by Syntex Tanks. It is strong, it is tough, and Lomo Bites experience greatness in every moment. And Ghana AIDS Commission. Syntex Tank is a tank I always recommend uh, to you because uh, it's the first to introduce a double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank is the first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. We now introduce you to the customer specs order, which lets you order any color and size of preference. Syntex Tanks gives you the Longest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you in Ghana. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tanks. We have agents nationwide. Call them on 244 or shop online at SyntexGH.com. Hey, you're strong, you're tough. My guest tonight is Dr. Richmond Atta and Kama, <coughs> economist and research fellow at ESA. They put this report together. Uh, Doc, thanks for your time here on PM Express. Great to have you. I believe this is the first time I'm hosting you on the show. Yeah, you know, um, I think this is the first time on the show. Um, and thank you very much for inviting me. Great. Uh, um, and, and I'll start with you pretty shortly because this is your baby. Uh, Stephen Amwa is in the studio with me. He's a deputy trade minister. And, and we'll focus a lot there because, as you will notice, um, uh, ooh, he's the Dr. Stephen Amwa. Uh, soon to become, <laughs> soon to become lawyer. Oh, ah. <laughs> Evan, stop that. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. Soon, uh, uh, Seth, Seth Chumakwa <laughs> is a, is a CEO of Association <laughs> of Ghana Industries, uh, AGI, and joins us also uh, live. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen, uh, for your time. Uh, Doc, I will start with you, not Doctor Steven. I'm a Doc with Isa. I'll start with you because this is this is your report. Um, and 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 let's start with the with the key issues that you found in terms of the state of the Ghanaian economy. Yes, we've just gone through the summary of it. But if I ask you to summarize in a few words, what is the state of the Ghanaian economy right now? Just, just give me a, a brief summary. Are we in good health? Are we on a path to recovery? Or are we still firmly in the grips of the crisis? Um. Okay, great. Thank you for the question. I think we have started recovering. Uh, 
uh, at least looking at um, some of the macroeconomic indicators that we've seen, starting with the rest sector, for example, we've seen some stability, uh, especially within the agriculture and uh, services sector. Uh, I think where we have a concern is the manufacturing sector. Um, if you look at the last uh, two quarters, uh, so the first half of the year, for example, you will see that agriculture recorded very positive growth rates. Doc, if you may raise your voice a bit for me, I'm, I'm struggling to hear you. Yeah, okay. So services also recorded very positive uh, growth rates in the region of around 6%. Uh, but industry grew at a negative growth rate, so it contracted again. And largely because of manufacturing. I mean, so what we learn is that manufacturing is very vulnerable to macroeconomic instability. Um, and of course, also we have issues to do with the oil sector, uh, instability in the oil production sector. So, yeah, um, there are signs, very positive signs uh, towards uh, recovery, which is a good thing. But we are not yet out of the woods. There's so much to be done. Uh, uh, ensuring that we have fiscal consolidation, more especially when we go into an election year, um, because we know what elections can do to us when it comes to fiscal discipline. Um, and so the, the key message then that we came up with is that government need to spend, but spend very prudently, uh, very carefully, so that we don't add up to the already existing high um, that stock, which has created a very huge problem for us, even in the area of uh, 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 expenditure efficiency. Now we're spending a lot of our revenues on debt servicing, um, all because we, over the years, borrowed so much due to high budget deficit. We are not staying within our means. And if you are spending what doesn't belong to you, there is a cost to it, okay? And that cost, you have to bear. Nobody will do it for you. Uh, and we've seen the replications, especially what we saw in 2022, uh, the instability that we saw. It is largely due to the fact that uh, we were not within sustainable regions in terms of uh, our levels of debt. And there wasn't high potential for us to also raise revenues. And so, we became very unattractive on the international capital market, which shows up uh, in terms of the downgrading that you saw. Um, and so you don't want that to repeat itself. So as much as you can, if we could increase revenues, that would be great. Um, but that doesn't come too easy, at least from the experience that we've had. So then it may be that the best way to approach it is to try and manage your expenditure. Uh, in a more prudent way. So, one, try and increase the efficiency of the expenditure to block leakages and uh, inefficiencies to do with our public procurement processes. Um, if you're able to do that, then that creates some fiscal space for you to do other things, uh, investing in capital uh, expenditure, infrastructure, social service delivery, uh, and, 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 and there's something you also said I want to I want you to expand on. You also talked yeah. about taxing production excessively 
It's affecting yeah. industry. And we see that industry is struggling. I mean, the, the numbers yeah. tell a story. When you say taxing yeah. production excessively, what do you mean? Okay, um, so let me start from this note. You know, when we had a change in government uh, in 2017, the new government came up with, for me, a very, very good approach in terms of uh, taxation and, and, and promoting economic growth. So they said we are moving away from taxation to production. Mm. Uh, yeah, and we saw a reduction in and even uh, cancellation uh, or removal of some taxes, what they call nuisance taxes at that time. And if, if you look at the fiscal data, clearly you will see that that strategy began earning or yielding some fruits. Okay. You would see that, of course, indirect taxes, uh, revenues from indirect taxes started going down. And then we, you also see some marginal increases in direct taxes. Okay. But then overall, there was a slight dip in, in revenue to GDP ratio. Okay. And then COVID came. And then there was 2020 election. Then we spent the hell out of ourselves, okay? And then already the economy was almost at the cliff. And so then COVID came and then we were pushed uh, over the cliff. Um, and then getting out of that quagmire has become a problem for us because it's come with downgrading from international credit market. You can't access the international credit market. You need the hard, I mean, foreign currency in the form of loans that we already take, we always take to support our balance of payments and support all the other things that we do here. So then it becomes a problem. Okay. So the, 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 the best thing approach in the long term, all right, is for you to come up with fiscal policies that will also give space for industry to try, from the, for the private sector to also try. And when they try, then they expand, the, their contribution will be in the form of expanding economic activities. And, and when you say that, and, w- and when you say that briefly, are you proposing reduction in taxes for them? What, what exactly? Just bullet for me, let me hear from Sethu Makwaba, who is the man there. What are you proposing? Um, yeah, so I, I think we have to be a bit selective. Uh, um, and I think in, in uh, uh, SGR, we alluded to that. That, for example, if you take the food and industry, uh, the food and beverages industry, for example, right, that industry is where... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. We develop it, and that's what we know to do best here, okay? And so it's important that we support that sector in a way that will help us to create venues, employment avenues for our youth, okay? And so if we could be a, a bit selective in a way, even in terms of the way we do our VAT, there could be a special VAT regime. And mind you, it, it won't only help with the production side, okay? It will also go a long way to help ameliorating the impact, the economic impact and the high inflation for the ordinary Ghanaian. Um, I mean, if you look at the GSS data on inflation, even as of September, uh, end of September, food inflation was still the highest, you know. It yeah. was original compared to non-food inflation, which was around 29% of mm. And so the the the, the livelihood implications of that is really, I mean, that is yeah. for the ordinary guy. Okay, so, 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 stay, so, so, stay with me. so stay with me. So just to bullet, you're saying, yes, it would be helpful to reduce taxes for uh, manufacturing, but also be selective in, 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 exactly. which, in, in which, okay, stay, stay with me. Let me bring in Setu Makoba. Set, you, I, I don't know if you've seen the ECI report, but that's a reflect your, the reality of industry right now, because they, they admit your sector is struggling, but that's your, your sector, too, that we need to, to get this economy on the road to recovery more than, more than most sectors. Does that reflect your reality right now? Yes. Good evening, Ibas. Yes, it does. Uh, to a very large extent, it does. And, and I think the picture Doug uh, just painted is uh, it's, it's true. We have a serious challenge in the manufacturing sector and industry as a whole. And I think that several factors contribute to this. And I'm not surprised that... Uh, even though other sectors seem to have improved and stabilized a little bit, manufacturing still didn't do well at all. If you look at the past few months, from, from September last year, when we had uh, the massive increase in water levels, water tariffs, it affected industry because mm-hmm. it was such a sudden stock uh, for, for some of the industries. Within a period of five months, one company, for example, accumulated a debt of over 10 million Ghana cities in just water uh, tariffs alone. So you can imagine the impact. Between that period and now, electricity has gone up by about 72%. So cost of production has been going up. If you look at capital, cost of capital, uh, as uh, we know, currently the policy rates are around 30%. If you have a policy rate around 30%, what will the lending rate be? Very high. And even access to the capital becomes a challenge. And therefore, if you are borrowing, you are borrowing at a very high cost and you can't even get the capital to do business. So that is also a factor. And then last year, when we, sat, we had the challenges uh, with, with the cost of food going up, cost of raw material was also uh, challenged because a lot of raw materials the industries use are imported. So high cost of importation of the raw materials and the clearing and all that, it's also contributing to uh, the cost of uh, production. 
But even very critically relates to the tax that was mentioned. The tax system in Ghana today is not favoring manufacturing at all. Uh, they have been in position of additional taxes. We have the growth and sustainability level, which has just been introduced. We've always complained about the, the straight levy, where you, 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 you charge 15% on VAT, <coughs> but and then you, you, you can only recover the 15%. Meanwhile, government, you are paying 21.9% to uh, government by way of VAT. So if we are unable to recover, then that becomes a levy on you. That additional 6% or so also adds to your cost of doing business. Compared to the general, uh, of course, some of the big uh, trading companies pay a similar bad system. But a lot of them that are competing even at the SME level, they pay the flat rate. So that becomes a challenge. So a lot of the taxes are not going in favor of manufacturing. So if we add it to all the other cost areas that I've mentioned, it makes manufacturing very vulnerable. And, and it affects their cost of production. And we live in a very com- competitive environment where imports just come in. Uh, our borders are, are not protected at all. Even some are smuggling the goods in. They are not paying the right duties. And therefore, they undermine the very capacity of local industries to produce and supply. And that has been a big challenge. So it really, it's a, a true reflection of what is going on. I've had the opportunity of visiting a number of our companies lately. From the beginning of this year, I've done a lot of company visits. And all of them, the message is the same, that there are challenges in the system. And, and indeed, they are not expanding. Uh, they are, either they are downsizing or they are best trying to sustain what they can manage now. So it's a really a big challenge. Even though the intention is there to grow, uh, I think some of these challenges are not helpful. And if you consider the fact that over 300,000 students are coming out of our tertiary institutions every year, these are the sectors, the agriculture, the manufacturing, the linkage between the two, the value chains. These are the areas that should absorb a lot of our people. But I think that there are serious challenges in this area. So I would say that uh, the, the picture painted is uh, actually uh, a true reflection of what is happening in the manufacturing sector. Okay, good, I appreciate good. that some of them are global related, but whatever the cause is, the reality is what I'm talking about. And the reality is that manufacturing sector has been seriously challenged. And, and, and just give me a sense of this. What, 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 what do you uh, reckon to be the biggest challenge? Is it the taxes? No, say in the manufacturing sector, a combination of things happens at the same time. Okay. In the business sector, if you want to solve one problem, other problems will also be there. So it's a package of things that must happen simultaneously. But if you're asking me to rank them, uh, I can go by the AGR business barometer, which mm-hmm. actually ranks the key challenges. Okay. And I can say that taxes is a major one of them. Okay. The utilitarian is one of them. Okay. The cost of capital is another. Okay. The uncertainty in the environment is also another. So a couple of things, but all have an effect. Depending on which sector you operate within the manufacturing sector, the effect is felt differently depending on uh, which of the var- variables are, are, are yeah. actually affected. Th- thankfully, the, the, the deputy minister in charge of your sector is with me. Um, Doc, how do you address his concern there? He's a, um, he's thank a man you in charge of the, of the trade. Thank you very much. My regards to um, our two gentlemen who just spoke yeah. and in my opinion, they really spoke. So they really spoke well, mm-hmm. and whatever they have actually uh, made mention of, I mean, they are facts. They are facts. I mean, it's something that you cannot actually engage them in any heated debate because they are realities. What I can say is that 
I think we have about three major areas we are handling tonight. One, talking about uh, expenditure. It's about economic recovery or this, the economic situation. Hey, before you go yeah. to the big picture, though, because you're the deputy yeah, treatment, I'm, I'm going to where I'd love saying, for you to address the Association of Ghana Industries. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to I'm going to address. Then we can come to the big the picture. I'm not, I mean, talking about expenditure of government, of course, and then talking about uh, taxes, where I think their concentration is now, basically, because businesses, according to them, are suffering. And one of the major reasons being taxes or tax policy of this government or government yeah. or government of Ghana, uh, we need to analyze them in a certain context. Of course, nobody wants to pay taxes. That's one. Two, if taxes are high, they are inimical to the performances of businesses all over the world. But then we need to also understand the fact that tax policies or taxes in nature are calibrated. When I say calibrated, it depends on your fiscal space, what is happening in your country, in terms of your debt financing or otherwise. Because every government finance its projects, goods, services, and even they are, when it comes to taxation, they are major ingredients of our social contract with the people. So it's something that once you forgo them, you need to borrow. Other than that, it be very difficult, especially a country such as Ghana that uh, one, we are import-driven. We are, in fact, we, 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 we have something that I describe as negative effective tax rate economy. That means that ritually, it doesn't matter who is in government. Even you put aside COVID and other things. Money's government outlay to the households. If you divide by all the houses in Ghana, and each of them gets, say, 10 cities. Money's government generate, excluding loans, you divide them among all the houses. Each house will get less than the 10, 10 Ghana cities. But do you, so, uh, based on what he, do you admit that you're overtaxing industries? No, it depends. That's what I'm trying to explain. Mm. That's what I'm trying to explain. If you say that industries, the taxes are high, I'll agree. Depend on what is prevailing. But you can't say overtaxing them because taxes, taxes, even though I agree with the industries and the business actors, taxes, as I said, calibrated. It depends. Let me give this example, and I'm not trying to do politics. Then don't do it. No, I'm not. By giving a picture to explain what I'm saying. No, but why do you want to go to 2017? That's no, no. Now. I'm giving a picture to explain why sometimes taxes will have to go up or down. That's what I'm saying. It could have been any government. But 2017, you remember, tax components that were reduced or totally taken out of our system were about, amounted to about 17. That's what we dealt away with. Uh, real estate, bank, is it financial yeah. service tax? That was your fa the first yes. year of your... Then, after so, that, we, in we introduced a lot of taxes mm. and even came to E-Levy. So the point I'm making is that it depends on your fiscal space. That one we should know. That is one thing that we should know. Okay. And then what happened is that, you know the post-COVID, added to GDP has gone so high that one of the major solutions we need in the short term up to medium term is to generate a lot of revenues Internally, domestically, other than that, we are in trouble. Okay, can you? I'm coming. Ha, ha, what are you doing to address Sir Chuma Kwabwa and his association's challenges? I think he would love. But to. that is what I'm addressing now. You know, so because first, question. first you should let them understand it. Once they understand the situation, I'm not saying what they are saying is wrong, and I'm not saying it is right. It is high, yes, but why it is high? Once they understand and they know that 
at this point in time as a country one of the solutions even though they might be better pills we need them now at least for a long term probably satisfaction or utility or try to even consolidate the restoration of the economy that we are embarking on so what i'm saying is that right now the situation is extremely complex let's be very honest if you tax they are suffering if you don't tax the economy is breaking because apart from internally generated funds there is no any other economic policy that within the shortest possible time you can use to solve the problem for long term i agree to all that you are saying and probably what we can also do is to quickly be fast and deal with the leakages let me give you this example one of the reasons manufacturing or manufacturing sector or industry is not doing well apart from probably the tax issues do you know that those who are even producing cables cables electrical cables in ghana three major companies i know are starting to be corrected i think nexus and i think uh other two now one of them has totally collapsed nexus is suffering now the other one is operating at half speed do you know why Tell me. because the goods we actually import the same goods of the same liquidity and risk factors that we import into this country even retail price is even less than their direct production cost and basically of course there could be other uh, cost components i agree with them basically there is this thing about tax invasion and because of that be able to get a margin of savings that makes their goods very cheap on the market mm. so the point that i'm making is that as much as i agree to what you are saying 100 percent i mean taxes are going up all over the world i'm are not you saying that you can't do anything about it for them in the, in the interim but now i am uh, i mean I'm, I'm i'm operating within the uh, trade industry i can make contributions to that but for now even for how much let me say this to you you know he said policy rate is too high which is true i have my own technical explanation as to the inflationary targeting policy rate management i have issues that they, we think anytime inflation is going up increase it i disagree because i think it depends on what is actually causing that inflation mm. whether cost push or demand pull they put that aside pick a developed economy such as uk base rate has been increased post-covid over 1,800 percent. I, I, I know. I mean, when we go to UK and start doing a comparison, no, I'm not comparing. I want to bring you back. No, to no, you're not getting my. What I'm I, saying I, I is get that what you're saying. I'm saying that all over the world, the issue of government raising funds and pulling money from the system to consolidate what has happened because of the disturbed uh, fiscal space, revenue generation internally has been one of the factors. I, I get and it affects the market and the market players. That's true. But so also, I agree with the industry. But also in those economies, when they're doing it, they also find a way to protect manufacturing and industry. 100%. And, and that's the question I'm asking 100%. at the ministry, for example. What is the policy to protect manufacturing, to protect industry, to give them some cushion? Whilst you say, yeah, we need to do this. Well, what's the policy? When, the when, policy when it again? comes to tax policies, you know it is not the responsibility of the ministry. Let's be very honest. What the you're, ministry, you're a trade ministry. You, you have the, to put in place the policies that will encourage and create so a So what I'm saying is we have other areas, but it's not the tax calibration. Yeah. That is basically it, not... It must be a coordinated effort. But you know it's not. I, I know so, primarily... It's a so I am telling you what the industry is doing. The industry now... As is in your trying, ministry. Yes. Through GEA and other uh, agencies, 
are supporting various uh, companies in Ghana in terms of capitalization, mm. trying to capitalize them to increase their liquidity and help them sustain and stabilize their businesses and grow. And this one, trade ministry is doing well in this direction. And sometimes also trying to organize some sort of orientation exercises for them. It's being done. And also still trying to consolidate these exercises about 1D1F, review and try to adjust and move it further. But when it comes to tax policies, we know probably we can make input in terms of just as my brothers are doing, but the direct responsibility of who is supposed to either adjust taxes upwards or downwards. You know it's not trade ministry. Okay. Stay with me. What we can do, uh -huh. what we can do is also find a way to also, apart from the fact that I agree that we should find a way to create margins to give them some sort of relief as industry where I agree with them for this short term and have long term plan that will help them what, reduce you, what taxes. What sort of relief are you planning to give them? It's the question you're asking me. I'm no, providing sort of, solutions. Yes. You can't ask the deputy minister here, what relief are you giving? I mean, I, mean, I can't mean, give relief. Is that, so I guess we are, let, we let are, we are finding solutions. Let me read. So you're proposing that a relief will Let's be good. Say, as much as I agree that we should find some, some sort of relief. I mean, trying to even capitalize them. It's a form of relief. I guess Giving them education what? as to how they should adjust their my business management. It's a relief. Yes, you're a deputy minister. But you can't ask, even you can't ask my minister, minister, what is he doing about taxes to give them No, relief. but once you, you mention relief, as in your position, you should be given solutions. It's not, it shouldn't be proposals. It should be something you say, this is what we're going to do. Right? No. And that is where, when you have the full capacity and tenacity doing that, Let's, you don't, don't have the capacity. Don't push me. Oh, which deputy minister in anywhere in the world, and it's a deputy minister in charge of trade, say, I'm sitting here tonight. You're asking me, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, don't push that me. That is what I was asking. Don't what the ministry's me. policy can we do, can we, is, No, can you is. help us do the analysis all of us doing to save Ghana rather than trying to push me to a corner to say something no, which will not help no, us? No, I'm only asking about solutions. You can, solutions does not And you propose that, one. And I'm asking you, is the ministry... But you want to force me to say, that? this is what I want to do. That is wrong. I've even told you what the, minister is, the ministry is doing by capitalizing these industries. I've told you that. Okay. And organizing programs that will help them strategically to also adjust the way they manage things. Mm. I said that. So I'm saying that there could be margins of these relief and the other exercises that we can do. We are providing... So but if we say that, what I can do as a deputy minister, no, I don't have the tenacity. You misunderstand my question. I'm going to ask oh, you. I'm going to ask you. You, <laughs> I mean the ministry. You, you make a very important suggestion. Relief could help. So, will the ministry, for example, consider that? It's already doing that. If we're trying to capitalize some of them, okay. One day, call the GA woman, Kosi. She's a very hardworking young woman. She will tell you what our ministry we've been doing about helping these. Uh, MSMEs, you understand, macro, um, medium, small size, and type. we are helping all of them. But I wouldn't say that is enough. Okay. And let me also come quickly. Hold, hold, hold on, hold no, on. I want maybe he'll answer. I'm not going to him yet because I want to take a break. When I return, I'll hear from him on the proposals. No, yeah, let me end with this. If you can I'll, I'll, come, I'll come to, I'll come to, I'll come to you. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When I return, I hear from Sir Chuma Kaba. He's head of minister. Uh, whether that at least begins to get him to appreciate the work that you're doing, but also addresses his particular concern that he raised about the challenges that industry is facing.
Starting this October 20th to 11th of November. The African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats. Rent to Own. And sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, complete security solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, security solutions by design. St. Gobain, making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, Beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. One, two, give it a dance. Let's go, sir. Hello, greet everybody for you. Daddy Joshua Shake Bellow. What is the hotel? Your favorite TV game show, Step Up, is back with another amazing season. This time, we are stepping up with Syntex Tank. Step up with Syntex Tank. We'll see contestants answer questions of your choice and win over 6,000 Ghana CDs cash prize weekly and other products from our sponsors. This season, viewers at home should watch out for the Syntex Tank question of the week. Be the first to answer correctly via WhatsApp or send SMS to 050-833-8888 and win incredible prizes. The person who answers most of the weekly questions correctly and fastest gets a 65-inch Samsung TV at the end of the season. Step up with Syntex Tan, showing on Joy Prime every Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Sponsored by Bell Ice, MTN Momo, Angel Cola, powered by Syntex Tan. Joy Prime, your ultimate experience. Can he tee up someone in red? And it goes to one! No! Who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigerian Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Oh my God. Oh, that shit. You took a lie. Eh? Now they say to you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for two. Yes. You are lying. Ghana Jollof. Oh, 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 oh,
Of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alumu Betis always brings us together. Alumu experience greatness in every moment. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18. I recommend it to pregnant women. This advert is FDA. My guests are still with me here on PM Express. I see. And we've been discussing a lot about the economy and, and, the, and the ministry. And, and I want to go to Setuma Kaba, who is the CEO of the, of the Association of Ghana Industries. He said, just before the break, he heard the deputy minister. I, I tried to get him to offer solutions to your specific concerns. Did, did you hear anything that gave you hope? Well, I think one thing that I must admit is the fact that uh, the minister really appreciated the challenges and he admitted that indeed uh, all that I enumerated in terms of the challenges that is affecting the manufacturing and industrial sector, he acknowledges it. And that for me, that admission is good. It means that you appreciate what the challenge is. Now, what is the solution? Uh, and, and there are a few things he mentioned which I also uh, side with him. For example, the influx of substandard products that is unfairly competing with the locally manufactured ones. Mm. And he cited the cable as an example. And that's a typical example we always cite. The cable industry is struggling today, not because they are not competitive in the production. Of course, they have all kinds of general challenges that we've mentioned. But some of these companies are so efficient. They, all of them are ISO certified. So their products can go anywhere in the world. I mean, said, yes, said, said, let, said, said, let's cut to the chase. Do you want the trade ministry to stop these imports and protect you? No, our position has never been a ban on importation. We know that is not uh, appropriate and that is not feasible under the current dispensation. Uh, that would be too much of an expectation. But what we want is a fair playing ground. How why do you get that? You allow, How yes, do you get that? Why should you allow... Yes, so, so imports of uh, on substandard products... And because they are substandard, their prices are cheaper. Some are also smuggled into the market. They are not paying the right duties. They are maneuvering, and therefore the prices become cheaper. And if you cannot compete with them, then you lose market share. And that is a major challenge. And it's not just the cables. We are having the, di the diapers, the oils, the Tesla companies have also been complaining about this all the time. So influx of this is a challenge. And I think that it, that should be dealt with. These are some of the low-hanging fruits. There are also issues regarding... Uh, even government procurement. These are areas that I didn't hear the minister mention, but that can also be used to help local industries. And I'll add that when you procure from local manufacturing companies, make efforts to pay. The major challenge most of these companies have, if you take the cable industries, most of them supply to, apart from the domestic market, uh, the, the residential users. They also supply to uh, institutions like ECG. How often and how well are they paid? Mm. Meanwhile, when, yes, so, so those are all part of it. And then the issue of the taxes. Well, I, I, the, the minister didn't want to make commitments. I can understand that he's a trade minister, and therefore he doesn't 
take decisions on policy, but I think that he can join us in the advocacy for a review of some of the tax measures. Okay. Because I think that they are really affecting industry. Okay. And he agrees that they are a challenge, and therefore he must join the, the crusade. It, it must follow to reduce the taxes for you. I said, said this, exactly. let me get a quick word from him because I have a minute to go. My producer is screaming in my ear, I need to go. So he's just said it. What can you do for them in the areas of uh, create a level playing field? I yes. think that is in your domain. But that is what I even said. Mm. Um, I think the level field when it comes to taxes, it's not like government is directly or intentionally involved in creating that imbalance mm. for other people to have undue advantage in terms of pricing policies on the market. Mind you, in the first place, we are practicing free market economy. So sometimes controlling prices will be very difficult. And then it's not deliberate attempt to let one actor within the same industry to have advantage because the person is not paying taxes. Mm. I think we as a government and every other stakeholder should help the government to ensure that those who are invading taxes in Ghana will find a way to halt that antisocial behavior because it's really costing us a lot. And then what I also agree with him 100% is government increasing its effort in making sure that we procure from the local producers so that they can also grow and expand. So that's an assurance you can give. Yeah, another, that I'm coming. Another area that we should also look at as a government is this thing about uh, government competing with the private sector on the market for funds from the banks. Mm -hmm. It has been one of the technical reasons that the cost of doing business is high. Mm -hmm. So I think these areas... Uh, government will begin to look at these areas very well and redefine new paradigm shift and work closely with the industry actors and other relevant stakeholders to ensure that these problems are right. dealt with or okay. resolved in a way that we can really design, in, I, mean, I mean, going forward, an environment that will be fair, that will be free, that will enhance the growth and the stability of our, of our industry. industries. And, and, I think it's very, very and, and next week we'll get a fair sign of this in the budget. Enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs>